Who's the fellow who goes out with J-Lo? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. Uh, and just before the show started, uh, I just wanted, I demanded to know, who's that fellow who goes out with J-Lo? It's yeah. Ben Affleck, Luke told me. Um, have you seen the recent video of Ben Affleck opening a car door for his partner? No. I need to see uh, it, I mean, And it's listed as some spurious fucking, uh, uh, Chivalry's not dead, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it's basically Ben Affleck looking as Ben Affleck because the modern Ben Ben Affleck is a walking meme isn't he he's just a man with a cigarette with a Dunkin Donuts he loves Dunkin Donuts so much that he can never not be seen with a Dunkin Donut in his hand uh, Dunkin Donuts uh, coffee anyway and he's yeah. just he's just constantly and, and in this video he's walking towards his car I'm watching it now. Yeah, he's not he's not spotted the uh, the the paparazzi. He you know he let he lets his uh, partner in, in the car and he's just holding this massive iced coffee. I think from Dunkin' Donuts, and he looks fucking knackered. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks. He absolutely... sees the paparazzi go at the end and puts his hands out. So what are you fucking doing? But yeah, what are you fucking doing? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking to um, to besmirch Ben Affleck's good character at all. Right, but um, I think what is happening there is that J Lo has got things in her hands, so she can't answer. I've opened the car door herself, so he's doing it for her. Right, okay. okay so it's not okay. like he's he's some kind of. I mean, because the, oh, the TikTok right, okay. video I saw just says, like you said, Ben Affleck shows chivalry isn't dead. Right. Like, I mean, she literally cannot open the door because she's got her hands full. Oh, so, I, I I didn't even I didn't even clock that. It was it's just more that. Will someone just let Ben Affleck sleep? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? People from that part of the world, from New England, from Boston, they are known for a couple of things. One, for always being in Dunkin' Donuts. Because whenever whenever Patriots or Bruins, I think, one of the two, would, I don't know if they still do this, but whenever they win a game at the weekend, I think it was mm. Patriots, actually, they would dish out free coffee at Dunkin' Donuts right, to that, get people right, in. Yeah. And secondly, people from that part of the world also drink iced coffee all year round. Do they? So, right, okay. So even though it's famously freezing cold in Boston in, in, <laughs> in the winter, everyone buys iced coffee still. So like when my, my wife's from that part of the world, as you know, when she first moved here, I mean, it's much better now. We kind of caught up on the ice, on the old iced coffee game. Um, yeah. But she was like crazy. Like, it's the height of summer. I can't get an iced coffee anywhere. What the fuck's going on? The only place <laughs> I can get somewhere is McDonald's. But now everyone <laughs> kind of does it, right? Yeah. Um, but I think he's obviously got a lot of well-publicized um, health problems. So I'm hoping he feels um, feels better and hopefully can get some sleep because we do need to get him some sleep. Maybe that's a campaign we yeah. should um, we should kind of embark upon. Let's swap, help swap Ben Affleck out the, swap sleep. Get some sleep. Swap out the big sugary coffees for... Um, what I like to call uh, every night. I, I, I've, I, you don't know this about me. I've started drinking herbal tea at night. Well, I don't think I wanted to know that about you. You <laughs> disgusting man. Who do you think you are, drinking, Andy Brassel? I started drinking uh, what I like to call calm the fuck down tea, and it's a calm. It, there's there's a choice of either a decaf Earl Grey or a calm the fuck down tea, which has stuff like yeah. Sweepings, it's just sweepings, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just fucking those, sweepings. Those kind of ones, is just, they just is go to the tea factory and go right. Look, just put some, just just add some lavender oil to this. Has this happened because of a couple of weeks ago when you um, puked your guts up in the downstairs toilet and forgot about it because you were so um, drunk? No, 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 no. I is mean, this it's a reaction kind of like, to that. It was a reaction because <laughs> you'll be back a... on the horse sooner or later. 
I'll be back on the horse sooner or later. Uh, yeah, why yeah, why yeah. have you started doing that then? What, what's your cut off for coffee drinking then? Do you not drink it sort of past midday? I don't drink it past. I don't drink it past three o'clock in the afternoon. It's just not. It, it's just not worth. It's not worth the, the screaming abdabs. So, <laughs> so it means, your, so it means when I'm doing a ramble react, I am very much at, at, at past ten. I am very much like I am usually in bed watching an office by now. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I saw. That. I noticed last time I did a ramble react with you. You were quite ratty. I'm right, yeah, because I've changed my because I live out in the sticks. I've changed my whole thing to be up at six o'clock in the morning because I got to drive in or, or get the train in. Um, and so, like a, a late show, I am dribbling, which does make for a better show because I am talking absolute shite most of the time. I don't think I've noticed in terms of output. Don't be rude. <laughs> I'm just saying that you used to be a bit of a night owl. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but I used to be a bit of a spell dog. Um, yeah, who like Spelly used to be up until like one, two in the morning. Same with me. But it's un- it's untenable when a dog gets up at six o'clock and needs a shit. Yeah, <laughs> is that you or the dog? <laughs> you talking about yourself like DMX would? A dog <laughs> needs a shit. Um, what um and what what did you used to drink as a hot drink in the evening before you embarked upon this herbal tea um adventure? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I was a big coffee guy for most of the day, but like, I, I think the quality of my sleep, like, I, I would get a good, solid seven and a half eight hours, which is so rare in modern life. I saw few people that get yeah. that, and there'll be people listening at home going, "Oh God, I wish I could get even five hours sleep." Yeah, but I've always been a pretty good sleeper. But yeah, these days, the, these days, there's always something to do, and and also to be honest, when I get when I wake up at like six, quarter past six, I do sort of feel, yes, a new day. I've got like hours before anyone's asking anything of me. Like I've got like two or three hours where I can just get some stuff done, get a bit of admin done. Um, so it means that I can I can be at my desk at like eight and start doing the things that, that need to be done before we're, before, before um, anyone else is up and stuff. It's nice. I like it. I like what that part the, of the day um, these days. What do you think the 25-year-old Pete Donaldson were thinking what you just said there? It's disgusting. Yeah, that's always the Get way, isn't life. it? Get I, life, I, I found, I found um, when I was away last summer, I went away to some old friends to a festival in Portugal and we all stayed in this big kind of house. And it wasn't too heavy or anything like that because everyone's a bit older now, so it's kind mm. of pretty chilled. And I was really surprised, actually, by how poorly some of my friends clearly sleep. Like, I, mm. I, I, the only thing that's ever really worked for me is obviously we, we have to work quite hard because we're obviously running our own business and stuff. So you, you're doing a lot of work, but also kind of fairly regular exercise, even if it's just out for a walk, a bit of fresh air and all the rest of it. That's yeah. the only thing that really works for me in terms of sleep. And if I wake up really late, one morning that night i find it quite hard to drop off but other than that i'm pretty good normally i can do seven or eight hours which i mean i've read some you know some stuff online about general sleep health and hygiene among the population and it's fucking terrible like the average mm. amount of sleep is like five hours or something <laughs> it's absolutely and i think How it's to do with it's not to do with like um a lot of it's to do with like electronic devices i think oh like the old blue light and all that yeah because I, I, I heard um someone say um you know, obviously, I think they probably understood that this wouldn't be possible. But someone was saying that um, literally the thing they would recommend for someone who, who can't sleep or needs to try and get more sleep, as a general rule, would be literally just have a room that's got a bed in it and that's it. And don't go even, even go in the room unless you're going to sleep. sleep yeah. So your brain starts to realise that um, that's the room that you sleep in. If you start doing all these other activities in it... Um, it can be just confusing to your subconscious mind, I guess. But that's why you should never have a TV in your bedroom. Right. Have you yeah, got TV I'm in your bedroom? i watch The Office. i got TV in the bedroom. I watch The Office every night. But again, but with with that, I watch 
I don't watch anything challenging. I don't watch anything into like I'll just watch the same thing that we watch six or seven times through. So it's like it's yeah. just and and by and by the time <laughs> by the time like halfway through an episode of The Office, I'm usually asleep. I'm yeah. usually dozing, right? And I will wake up as soon as I will wake up to turn the television off every time. And we uh, we were in a hotel a few weeks ago, um, in Sarah. I was knackered, so I was like, I'm just going to half an hour. And to wake me up for dinner, she played the office thing. And it worked. And I was like, honestly, first call, dog. I am awake <laughs> and ready to go. It is like a, a, sh- a, a cold shower. I'm like, bang, I'm up. I it's should amazing. play that. I should play that for, um, yeah. for you. It's like really, yeah, it's a real weird Pavlovian yeah, response. Like you need but, yeah. perking up. Um, but I've, but I, I would say also, if you have issues with... Um, using uh devices you know using phone devices and stuff like a lot of people and certainly um my partners the same like they administer their entire life through one screen a mobile phone mm-hmm. you know i've got i've got a laptop i've got this this computer is where i do my work and uh i've got a mobile phone and i cannot do anything really on my mobile phone if i have to like do any research if i have to buy something if i want to you know, do anything more than watch a small YouTube video or listen to something or reply to a short text message. I cannot. I will. I will actually, if I want to do a proper response to someone via WhatsApp or text message, I will go to my computer to type that out, and that really helps when you get to the bedroom when you go to go to sleep because there's nothing I really do on my phone that much. I'm not a big um, social media guy. I'll scroll through Twitter. I'll scroll through bloody Instagram or whatever. But like, I'm not a big um guy like that so it's really helped me to administer but but my partner like and this is her entire life she will write stuff she will um write scripts she will uh read stuff she will uh order things and 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 she, and she does everything off one screen sort of thing so i i am i think in a slightly more privileged position because i've got so you compartmentalize successfully but yeah. not even on purpose it just happened that way yeah exactly yeah I just I, like I, a big I, screen. i'm kind of a mixture of both maybe i think i do use a lot of my, my my the wi-fi i have access to would say that i'm always on my phone which is probably fair right. um but i kind of feel like i have to stay across quite a lot of different bits and pieces and it's easier for me i think to be sat around on my phone in the evening rather than if something comes up with work having to walk back into the other room and go open up the laptop mm-hmm. again and all that kind of crap so i'm mm-hmm. kind of similar but speaking of um of only ever really watch so you would say you only ever really watch benign things in bed yeah, I've, I've, we don't watch anything other than The Office. We watch literally just The Office that we've seen six times. What, every times. night? Yeah. So what happens when you've gone through the whole, every episode? We've watched it, I've I've watched it seven or eight times, and Sarah's watched it about three times. Three, well, then you just mix it up and you do another comedy show or something. No, because it's just comfortable, isn't it? It's, it's, not, it's not about watching it. <laughs> this, not, would be, just, this would be included in a story about you killing a load of people. I reckon, The thing is, though, my memory is so bad, I reckon um, I wouldn't even be that good at, like, an office, an office <laughs> yeah, quiz. I'd probably beat you in it, and I'd never seen yeah. it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do that next uh, week or in the yeah. But an I was going to say to you, quiz. the reason I asked about the hat, if it's just a benign thing that you watch, is because for some reason, I have no idea why I did this. Um, the other day I watched Midsummer in bed. <laughs> you love a bit of Midsummer. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Frightening. Yeah, but like, why do you want to watch it before you go to bed? I just really, do you not know, have that thing where you have like a hanker, something pops into your mind, you have a hankering just to watch it? Yeah, but then I'd, if I'm watching a film again, I'm like, I'm just wasting my time here. I could be watching a new film. 
<laughs> what you're watching The Office every night and you've seen it eight times through. So what's, what's the difference? Bad example. Yeah, bad example. But with a film, I resent having to watch the same film over and over again. I want to watch a. <laughs> I want to watch a new film. Um, speaking of that, do you have, do you ever reread a book? Uh, only by accident. I barely <laughs> ever read. I barely ever read. I read on holiday, and I usually get halfway through a, a spy book and go, "I've read this one." That's quite maniacal. Fucking Lacaris, don't done me over again. <laughs> no one's ever said that to me before. Uh, only by accident. Yeah, only by accident. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I um, I don't tend to reread books uh, mm. unless it's like a really easy knockabout one, like a, a Jeeves and Worcester or something like that. Mm. Because they're basically all the same anyway. Yeah. And there's five million of them, so it doesn't really matter. But um, <laughs> I started reading a book um, this week called Killing Thatcher. Right. Um, Thatcher. Which, is, which is about the plot in 1984 of the, uh, the the bombing of the Brighton, that hotel in Brighton. Mm, yeah. Interesting. It's really interesting. Really good. It, I was kind of inspired by, to, to start reading about that period of history because um, I listened to that Rest is Politics episode with Jerry Adams. Mm. I don't know if you've heard it. It's um, Alistair Campbell, Roy Stewart interviewing Jerry Adams. Um, it's really interesting. Like really it's weird these kind of like kind of boogeymen of our of our past. Yeah, I find have, that have become have become accept not acceptable, but they've become something very different. In you know, they're almost some, something quite quaint. Well, it's the peace the process, isn't it? I mean, they, they, yeah. if, if basically you know, if the Queen can meet Martin McGuinness given mm. that what happened with her cousin and all the rest of it, then I guess it's an example to, to everyone. If you're going to make peace with people, you make peace with your enemies, not your friends, right? So necessarily they have to change in terms of their dynamic to, to the to the British people, I suppose. Yeah. But I, I, I just enjoy, I just found it a fascinating interview because it was an interview that had clearly been organised with very few conditions. And Rory Stewart is an ex-British army officer so there's like a real bit of tension there. Mm. Obviously, Alistair Campbell knows both of them pretty well. But um, <laughs> but um, anyway, so I started reading about that era. And I'd read a book by Patrick Radden Keefe, um, who also did a podcast called Wind of Change, which is very good. But his his journalism journalism work, he's, he wrote um, Empire of Pain about the opioid crisis and the Sackler family in the US. Mm. He wrote The Snakehead about Chinese organized crime, which you would love, by the way, Peter. Right. Uh, and he also, but he also wrote a book called Say Nothing, which is a story of the troubles in Northern Ireland told through to the eyes of several different families. And I really enjoyed that. So I thought, I'll get, I'll get another book. And, I, and this, this book that's recently come out called Killing Thatcher about this plot, it's fucking amazing. It's mm. absolutely fascinating. I mean, it's, it's obviously horrific, but it's amazing what went on in our lifetimes. But essentially, really, I don't want to cause any problems by you know using ill-advised terminology, but it's, just, it's essentially a civil war in a part of the UK for quite a yeah. long time while we were alive. And it's, I don't think it's often thought of like that. And, and this book kind of brings home all the kind of horror of it for me because I was probably a bit too young to remember it. But I'm old enough to remember that Jerry Adams' voice and face wasn't allowed on TV. Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean that that seemed. I can't remember what what why was that again? Like why was that to, to legitimise them as a political force when they were? Blowing I don't up. really know what decision was made, but he, mm. every time he appeared as a spokesperson for Sinn Fein or whatever. For those of people who aren't in the UK or too young to remember, he he had his voice voiced by an actor, and his yeah. face was always blanked out. Which, if you think about it now, ultimately had the opposite effect of what they were going for. Yeah, it made them sound bigger and more yeah, and really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. which is it probably was, what they wanted. Yeah, very, anyway, very weird. 
It's worth mm. reading. It's by a guy, a guy called Rory Carroll. I don't know much about him. I don't really know his work that well, but this book is, is, is brilliant. And I would, I'd love to, you know what? I'd love to do a book club podcast. Um, it's just a lot of work though, isn't it? And I don't know if anyone would listen to it. Um, anyway, let's have a break. And when we come back, um, we'll do our battery brands and maybe right, we'll squeeze an email in as well. Lovely stuff. All right, we're back with the Luke and Pete show and the battery brands, what you found in old remote controls for air conditioning units on holiday. Um, <laughs> Chris from London. Uh, what a weird one this is. Hello, Luke and Pete. I was paying a visit to my parents' abode last week and I was asked to grab a kitchen roll from the cupboard under the stairs. Whilst doing so, I stumbled up uh, upon a box. Uh, my dad has been keeping of old batteries. What a treasure trove, you might think. Upon pilfering through a bunch of uh, home name brands, which shall not be named due to their commonality, I did come across this, hoping that I might be able to uh, get myself a brand new player. Truly Power Puissance. Yeah, Truly I mean, Power Puissance. Love the show and all that comes with it. It's kept me going through thick and thin. Um, it's a new player. I mean, as yeah. I'm sure people can guess by now. I have no idea what it means. I have no yeah. idea. It's a blue nine volta by the look of it. Um, I'm just looking. I'm just looking at like. I mean, because I'm just looking at the actual. Bra- I mean, that's not a brand itself, but like, because oh, obviously you know from from uh, GCC French. Did we do GCC? No, SAT level French. Puissance means power, power doesn't it? it? So it's yeah. truly power, power. <laughs> <laughs> Silly billies. It must have been named. It looks like a really old battery, but it must have been named by some kind of algorithm. Maybe it was like truly power, and then some, there was some kind of uh, legal rules that um, in in France that you have to um, you have to maintain the sanctity of the language used. So that they added in a puissance. The world, the world of battery naming is a fucking fascinating world. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't think people really take take that much time to think about it. Um, afternoon, lads. This is from Liam from Bath. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, finally found a good reason to get in touch. I was rooting around in my old bedroom in my mum's place. I was visiting home for the first time in months and found an old remote control for a TV VHS combi unit, complete with a VHS of Royal Rumble 2003 still inside. Nice. I like it. Naturally, I opened up the remote to see if I could find some new players and I'm hoping I stumbled upon a pair you've never laid eyes on before. Behold, these Evisterai, extra heavy duty. Any good to you? All the best, Liam from Bath. Um, thank you for sending them in, Liam. They're definitely an intri- intriguing battery. Um, unfortunately, mm. you are the fourth person to send those in. Our mm. friend Gary Walsh was the first to send them in back in November of 2021. And then Jay Barnes and Chris Arch have both sent them in subsequently. So you are the fourth person to send in Ivsterai. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Sam has got in uh, touch with us. Hello, Luke Pete. Found a couple of batteries in my uh, solar garden lights for your consideration. Keep up the good word. Solar garden lights, very much a... Uh, I mean, you'd think that they wouldn't pointless. have batteries in them. You'd think that you would, they would have some kind of capacitor, um, but um, obviously they need batteries to to, uh, to to keep hold of the energy. Um, and, yeah, they're just normal double A's. They're not even like weird they never shapes or anything. those fucking solar-powered lights. They crap. do if you look after them. If you get good ones and not cheap ones, like we've got, we've got some that are absolute doozies in our back. We've got some heavy duty outdoor lights that you plug in, and they're weatherproof yeah. and they're yeah, fine. Yeah, but the foxes eat chew on the cables and get twelve volts through their oh, teeth. Oh mate, you ain't got to tell me that, dirty old foxes. We've got, got a real that. snail infestation at the moment. It's very yeah, I've upsetting. seen a lot of snails recently, actually. Jeez, oh, but I, I don't know what time of year. Pe- isn't I, it? I've, I've, I'm going to have to. I'm good because I mean it is disgusting how many snails you've got in the garden. I mean I need to fix this somehow, but I don't know what um, pellets I can use that's not going to damage little Sam, Sammy, Sam, Sam, because he'll eat anything. 
Also, you don't want to be cruel to animals anyway, do you? You don't want to be cruel, don't to, be cruel to animals, but look, you don't know how many... I mean, I'm, I'm cruel to animals because I'm just, I'm just stamping on fucking snails. And I like snails. I, I like them, but there are too many. The snail shit is all up the wall. It's fucking gross, man. They're, they're all in, like, clusters, like... like, And it looks like... It looks <laughs> like a big bag legion. of sweets everywhere. Look, it's disgusting. How, how, how many of them in, would you estimate are in your garden in total? I think there's probably... It could very easily be 500, honestly. It's absolutely, <laughs> just, honestly. 500? <laughs> that's, not, that's not possible. It is, because there's baby ones as well. It's okay, disgusting. how many including the including the um, the junior ones? You've got 500 including the junior ones, because they take up less space. Honestly, it's absolutely gross. There is not a chance on <clears throat> earth there's 500 snails in your garden. There is. I, I, I have thought you got about to say 500 snails <laughs> and I have got 500 more. All right. What's the last battery before we move Sorry, on? Uh, Sanic uh, NIMH batteries. I mean, that's nickel something or other, isn't it? Um, so I don't think that should really count, but it's Sanic, I think, is the... Uh, so is these the are rechargeable Sanic. batteries for a solar garden light. Yeah. I don't think that's the name of the battery, is it? San- I think Sanic is, yeah. Sanic. Oh, Sanic. Okay, because the yeah. NIMH is just like the comp- composition of it. Nickel uh, something or other. Yeah, okay. I don't know what MH well, stands for. Hydrogen? No one and has ma- sent... Um... What's, is, what's magnesium? No. Nickel, magnesium, hydrogen? I don't know. What are you, what are you asking me? <laughs> well, NIMH must be nickel. M and H must be the elements. No, NH, is... NH is um, nihonium, isn't it? MH. Oh, MH. Sorry, okay. And and you typed on your little fucking computer and then came up with that little fact. So you're not having that. There's no way you're having that. I don't think MH <laughs> is one, is it? I'm just saying the M and the H separately, hydrogen, and the M must be something. What's M? Potassium? I don't fucking know. No, potassium is K. M in... MG is magnesium or manganese. Oh, MN is manganese, maybe. Manganese, right? Okay. You accuse me of not knowing my periodic table. I do know my fucking periodic. I'm table. I'm accusing you of tap tapping them away, tapping away. I'm trying to find the next email to fucking line us up for the next <laughs> pet the show. I just think after that Matt, that Liverpool fan I got you about Trent, you ju- you're just hedging your bets all the time. You, you're trying to yeah. square away every little bit of fact. I saw a great um, I saw a great um, thing about that. So for those of you who don't care about football or listen to the ramble, I made a factual error about Trent Alexander-Arnold, who plays for Liverpool, and people got quite precious about it. Fair enough, you know, they, they put, us, put ourselves out there. If you want to take the praise, you take the criticism. I've got no problem mm. with that. Um, what I do have a problem with is uh, the accusations around some kind of conspiracy that yeah. we now it's because we hate Liverpool that one of us, me, made yeah. a factual error. Um, on the 52 shows that I did that week. And um, that's now extended to the fact that, um, oh, I wonder why Luke's not on the Ramble much at the moment. Is it because, oh, well, because, is it because they've asked him to step down? <laughs> it's like, what? He's on gardening leave. Yeah. He's, he's upset the Liverpool fans. Yeah. I've, I've, been asked to, I've been asked to step down from the show that I co-own. His head's not right. His head's not right. the company that he's I also upset. co-own. He's had a yeah. go at Trent. His head's not right. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's fucking yeah. hilarious. Brilliant. There we go. Fantastic. Um, what, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. As, basically, did you get to the bottom of the M chemical name or not? Uh, M in elements, I wrote. Uh, molybdenum. Molybdenum. What's the old atomic number? No, don't need that. I don't need that. So molybdenum, apparently. Molybdenum. So because I knew MG was magnesium and MN is manganese. 
Disco- oh, it's the name is derived from the Greek molybdos, meaning lead. Ooh. Okay. It was discovered in 1781. Isn't that amazing? Lead is PB. amazing. Yeah, thanks. Um, Plum bum. Anyway, Sanic, uh, after, you know, after all that chat, they are new players. Sanic, Sanic is a new player. We've not had Sanic before. Well done, Sanic. Uh, so congratulations to you, uh, Sam, for sending those in. We got there in the end, didn't we? Hey, uh, speaking of finding all stuff. Oh, look what I've got. Look what I've got. Got a big, big old well, that's telly. Cool. Got a big old telly. My nan and granddad used to have a TV exactly like that in their kitchen. Honestly, they could make and could make. It, it, honestly, I swear, making bank is just about having a big, uh, just a big room where you can keep stuff for thirty years. Because the amount of CRTs that you would see out in the street, as 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 recently as ten years ago, mm. um. And now on fucking Facebook Marketplace or eBay for hundreds of pounds, like absolutely. Well, just because I don't make them anymore. Standard televisions because they don't make them anymore because there's a bit of a uh, there's a bit of a interest in, in in sort of retro video game stuff look better on CRTs. There's a little bit of you know oh I remember when I had a CRT blah blah blah. But these televisions that have been you know just, why would you buy you that just, one? Well, well, we got a, um, a podcast show happening, and yeah. uh, I thought it. Try and zhuzh up our little display a little bit um, by you know displaying displaying some bits on it. But um, it's just uh, I, I met a man uh, who I think worked for some kind of painters firm uh, in a in a car park, um, and I was sort of taking a picture of myself to send to him to say this is what I look like. Look out for this guy. And um, close I on didn't, presumably. Well, I didn't realise that I was I had my camera up, and I was stood right next to a kid's playground. <laughs> So I've drove up, and I'm going, hey, I look like this. And that just looks like I'm just taking pictures of kids by yeah, myself. I'm, again. like, hanging out of a car, taking pictures of kids. Um, but the guy said, he said, yeah, what, what, uh, what are you going to use this for? I said, I, you know, I, said oh, I thought I might um, do something with the display of the podcast show. And he goes, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that would be something I would do. I mean, I was in um, France in my sister's uh, house, and I was clearing it out for her. And... Uh, and I found this, and I thought, hey, someone would probably want that. And he said, if you need anything in the future, you can only ask. Huh. He said, you've got my number. Give us a ring. What if was his I name? see it, I can't remember, to be honest. Neil, I think. He said, if you've yeah. got anything, I might I might have it. <laughs> so right. I've, I've got a bull. Red rag I've got to a, a bull stuff for you, that. I've got a painter who's proactively finding stuff for me or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what... I don't know what... Is this drugs? What's going on? Yeah. Can you touch my hand? I hope so. I certainly hope so. <laughs> Can I just also say on behalf of the Luke and Pete Show community that your southern accent is coming on leaps and bounds. Oh, it's It must be because you live in Essex now. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's ev- everyone... Because uh, you assume that... You know, like strong accents. You assume everyone's got a baseline. You you only ever used to be able to do. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, there's like kind of like a baseline of of accents. You just sort of think everyone kind of talks in a, in, in a sort of way. And I keep forgetting I live in Essex because every time somebody speaks, it's like proper yeah. big Essex accent. I'm like fucking hell. Yeah. Everyone's got big Essex accents. I reckon yours. When you go back up north, do people say that yours are softened? Yeah, I mean, I've not, I've, I've not lived there for twenty. No, but I mean, do people notice years. it? Is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But so then, maybe in but ten then, years' time, then, you might just speak like an Essex lad. But then I come. But then I, I've seen that if I sort of um, hang out with someone for you know an hour or two, I come out and I my accent goes right back to where it was circa you know, 22 years old. Whenever I do a show like David Cartledge and stuff, it's like, it, it goes right back to where it where it He's was. He's from Sunderland, really. isn't he? Yeah, but it's, you know, similar. All, all the, it's, it's weird. All, every dad I knew in Hartlepool is from like, see him Sunderland way. Like, my right. dad's from up that way and so like, his accent is, is proper, proper Sunderland-y, see me sort of, sort yeah. of way. Mm, All right, we haven't had time to squeeze near my limb, but that's just how this show tends that's to go. That's just how it goes, we'll try mate. And do that next that's time. That's just how but... it goes. I'm going to get some drugs off a, off a painter. <laughs> <laughs> I think ask him set a couple of challenges to him why don't you yeah. ask him for something quite obscure yeah. that you would quite like yeah F- um, find a DVD me. of Forrest Gump yeah find me the shoes of that man off Geordie Racer from 80s television that might be a bit specific that might be a bit specific yeah start so, off um, with something like the um, the Super Nintendo version mm. of Mario Kart I mean that that's I, I could go to um, CEX and get that. I'm not no, on sex. Why would you I'm do that? Sex. Someone, sex wants someone... me to say sex. I'm not going to call it sex. It's CEX. You've Ridiculous. got someone to do it for you. So why would you do that? <laughs> All right. I thought so he was running it. errands for you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But errands. Yeah. But errands I can easily do myself. Like I want him to find me like a um uh, like a, a special Japanese Dreamcast. Yeah. In fine. someone's loft. Yeah. All Good right. idea. Why has it got to be from someone's loft? Because that's where you'd keep it. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got the super, my Super Nintendo's in their loft. I don't reckon it'll ever be able to be used again. Oh, you could clean it up, I'm sure. Someone could. That person would could not would not be me. Would not be you. I would know what I was doing. <laughs> um, let's get out of here. We'll be back All soon, right. as always, uh, with some more of this. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Hello at lukeandpeach.com is the email address. We are working through your emails slowly. Mm. You can send your battery brands there as well. We are at Luke and Pete Show on social media, extra content, things we talked about, contextual stuff Mm. that you might want to look at while you're listening to the show will all be found on those social media accounts. So please do check that out as well. Peter, um, any final thoughts from you? I would very much like everyone to fuck off now. And it's fuck off from me as well. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.